Available after 10.30am for a limited time. You're listening to Crunch Time. The Zito Power Tools. German-designed quality and innovation powering DIYers. All day, every day. Visit Berwick GWM Havel and test drive the GWM Canon CC. Part of the Berwick Motor Group. A great play from Friday Night Footy. For Luxus Crates, the leaders in aluminium drainage, UV stable, rust-proof and customisable on-site. Luxus Greats, distributed Australia-wide. Underneath to Chris, Collingwood set up out of half-back. Not a great kick, but Hill is there to gather and turn and attack. An attack they do. Adams takes the mark. Inside 50, Majacek kept off it. Chris was there as well. So is Lipinski. The wave runners come and Mitchell finishes the job. What a goal. Oh, Collingwood out of half-back. Luxus greats the leaders in customisable aluminium drainage. Tom Mitchell kicking the goal there. The Brownlow medalist of first-year Magpie going back to the finals for the first time since 2018. Tom, congratulations. Welcome to Crunch Time. Thanks, guys. It's good to be back playing finals footy again. Can't wait. Yeah, so give us just give us a bit more on your sense of, um, of getting back into September action. Yeah, it's obviously been a little while, and, um, you know, it's the reason you play footy, so just can't wait to sink my teeth in. Uh, all the other boys are no different. It's just going to be, you know, a really exciting time. I'm sure our fans are going to show up in massive numbers, and yeah, we can't wait to play whoever we come up against. We're not quite sure who that will be, but we'll find out over the weekend. Tommy, you must uh, pinch yourself when you got traded over to Collingwood, and then next thing you're rubbing shoulders with the goey Nick Dacos has stood up Pendlebury. Uh, it's it's been a fair season for yourself and and your teammates. Yeah, it's uh, it's been unreal. Um, you know, we feel as though we've got a pretty Pretty deep midfield, and we all kind of complement each other a little bit. We've obviously got the guys uh, with the burst and power, which, is, which isn't me, but we've got um, you know, uh, a few other guys on the inside, and yeah, everyone sort of complements and brings each, out each other's strengths. So uh, it's worked really well for us this year. How can you uh, how do you handle all the rotations? Because there's probably six or seven quality guys that can rotate through those three posi- positions in the midfield. How do you do with the, the mixing, the swapping, and, and sharing the workload? Yeah, I think it's a strength of our team. Um, you know, it allows you to keep intensity, fresh legs through the middle and, you know, the style of game we play, um, you know, we need intensity around the ball to pressure well and obviously when we run in waves and our handball chains and things. So, uh, yeah, it's short bursts in there, but, you know, we've got, um, as you mentioned, a lot of guys to go through, so it actually makes it a bit easier. Tom Dermott here. Congratulations, mate. I'm wrapped for you that you're playing finals again. Your role is a little bit more refined at Collingwood compared to... You had to be all things at Hawthorne because they were lower placed on the ladder. So what, is it more enjoyable playing that more refined role that, you know, you have a major task now rather than be a jack-of-all-trades in the middle? Yeah, I've really enjoyed, you know, just doing my bit and contributing, you know, like um, that's all we ask of every player in the team. You just go out there and, and do your job and the next guy do his job and, um, you know, that's led to a, a pretty consistent year in terms of win-loss. So, yeah, it's been good just to really hone in on um, a couple of things and flying the coaches have been unreal for me and it's instilled so much uh, belief in me to go out and play my strengths and, um, you know, give it to guys on the outside like the goey, the Dacos boys, as, as you mentioned earlier. The in-game feeling in that first quarter, how did it feel as a Collingwood player compared to the the, the lofty heights that team set out some four, five, six weeks ago? Yeah, it was a, it was a great start to the game. We, we felt as though, you know, 
we wanted to really go into the game with a focus on our defense. That was our pressure and also our slow defense, um, you know, being really strong in our stance, pressing forward and our offense naturally flowed off that. So it was a real focus going to the game and, yeah, it, it helped us to start really well. So that your best football of the season, which has been the best football of any team of the competition, did the first quarter feel a bit like that? Yeah, I think we've had, you know, some strong patches throughout the season. But, yeah, it definitely did feel like that. We obviously had the momentum early in the game. You can feel the crowd get behind us. And when they get behind us, you sort of play off that energy as well. Tommy, uh, last week um, we saw you go straight up to uh, to Lockie Neal and you had the job in and around the stoppages to, ha- I guess, make sure he didn't have much of an impact. It didn't look like that was your natural game uh, where last night you were able to uh, chase and, and run and find the ball yourself. Did you have much of a discussion from last week to this year, this week about just playing your natural game or not really liking trying to shut down the uh, opposition's main midfielder? Yeah, I guess last week, you know, every week you're given a different role and um, you know, that was just sort of when he was in the area, um, go to him. It wasn't an official um, tag or anything like that. But, um, yeah, I guess, you know, my strength as a player is uh, winning the ball, feeding it out, um, tackling, pressuring. So um, you can do that with or without any role, but um, that's what I try and focus on each week. It seemed like there was a lot of banter between the two of you as you were both business partners in the, the Ball Magnets app. There was a little chit-chat going on a fair bit, or there was a few push and shoves that I saw. Yeah, well, um, yeah, there was a little bit of a uh, little bit of um, back and forth out there, a bit more after the game as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, I won't go into too much detail, but we had a few good laughs out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, last night Craig McRae, after the game, said that the hunger within our group has been questionable. Is that the sort of thing that gets spoken about behind the scenes, and is that a tangible thing? Can you see it? Yeah, I think um, you know it's such a long season, as we know, and it's hard to win every game because it's such a tough competition. So I think it's natural for, you know, teams to have little lulls here and there. And, um, you know, when you're a competitor and you, I guess your hunger and competitiveness gets challenged by the coach, you want to respond to that. And I think last night we did, and hopefully we can carry that momentum into the first week of the finals. I'm sure you weren't aware of this before the game because you were preparing, but last night, Graham Wright told Fox Footy that Nick Dacos wouldn't be playing week one of finals. And then after the game, Craig McRae said, never say never. What's your view on Nick Dacos and his recovery and uh, and how hard is he pushing it to be ready for the first couple of weeks of finals? Yeah, well, knowing Nick, he'd love to be out there and he's doing everything possible, as you mentioned. I think it is unlikely uh, from what I know, but, you know, who knows? Like, if, if he's right to go, we'd love to have him out there, but... I'd say with someone with such a bright future ahead, um, you know, as much as we desperately want him back, I think you have to do the right thing, get the injury right, give it the respect it deserves, and uh, we'll get him back when he when he's right to go. Tommy, Jack Ginevan played his 39th game last night. I would think I'd say I'd, in the vicinity I've seen probably 34, 35 of them. I reckon that was his best game he's played last night, and it was more about the fact that he's using his talent, his ability, his nous to win the footy, rather than placing his success in somebody else's hands. Yeah, and it was good to see him get a, a free kick for two high. I'm not sure <laughs> if you've seen the footage of fly through action. It's hilarious. <laughs> I did. He uh, was laughing. on the. He's, he held uh, up the finger and said, there's one. Yeah, correct. So he's had his head ripped off a few times. So it's good to see um, him get that one. But he was, um, yeah, he was great last night. His energy, he's tough. Uh, probably something that he's not externally 
renowned for, but when it's his turn to go, he goes. And as you said, he's real crafty around goals, really selfless. Like he kicked three last night, but the last couple of weeks he's had, I'd say, five or six goal assists. He's willing to give it off to a guy in a better spot. So he's doing a great job getting in. Uh, Raptors team back in the team doing really well. I thought he was fantastic. He stepped up when any of the key position players were out of out of the right area. He stepped up and was able to give sideways leads out to the wing or up into the centre square and receive that ball that was the outlet kick from the back line who were under a modicum of pressure. He was crafty the way he placed himself to receive that type of ball. Yeah, he's a smart footballer. I think that's one of his biggest strengths. You know, he's probably not as quick as a Bob McCreary or Bobby Hill, but he reads the game really well and, you know, he's able to get in those positions. I know the ones you're talking about when he finds space. And yeah. Fights to the outside. So, um, yeah, he's really smart in reacting early to get to those positions. And no one's as quick as Bobby Hill. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's lining. Tommy, you, uh, we all know that you love basketball and you've become tight with... Uh, Josh Giddy, who OKC, is it? Are you responsible for turning him, who was a avid Hawthorne supporter for his whole life, now Barry's for Collingwood? Is that you that uh, made that happen? Yeah, probably guilty of that. Um, yeah, so Kids is obviously in the ball magnets um, business as well, and he's running the basketball section. So um, I actually met him, yeah, when he was a, a Hawthorne man, but we were somehow converted him over. He um, he likes the uh, you know the big Friday night. Game which we seem to have a few of them at the moment. So he sort of jumped on board, and um, I think he's still got a soft spot for the Hawks, but I guess he's got to pick a team, doesn't he? <laughs> Tommy, Luke actually was talking about how flagging the, the Bombers were, and he says that when you outran them to kick that goal, he could beat you in a sprint. <laughs> <laughs> Who wins that Who wins that battle head-to-head? Well, what's the old saying? If you... If you, if you think smart, you don't have to run as hard. So uh, Hodgie's probably, he's probably the, uh, the icon of that, and I'm probably not far behind him. <laughs> Very good. Tom, you mentioned the depth of the midfield. So there was a stretch round 18 to 21, and you were involved as the sub in three of those four games. Was that – I'm curious how you found that, and was it at all unnerving, just wondering, am I going to be there right at the pointy end? No, not really. You know, like I – it's such a long season, as we mentioned, and we've had opportunities throughout the year to look after the guys 30-plus. You'd love to play every game, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it is tough as you get a bit older. So I think it's, you know, been some smart management throughout the year. And, um, you know, in terms of playing a particular role for a certain day, you know, if you're playing less minutes, it's not about the individual. And uh, everyone's completely on board with that. So, um, yeah, 100% on board with whatever the coaches need from me every week and you just go out and do your job and if the team's getting the results that's all we can ask for. And more than a decade in the game you've just ticked over 30 you've experienced a lot a Brownlow you've been to a grand final how much does the the lure of a premiership burn for you? Yeah it's everything it's, um, it's what we all dream of isn't it? Um, I did it for fun won four of them so um, yeah it'd be great you know it's, it's what we're striving for um, our list you know, he's in a great position. We're pretty healthy and, yeah, we'll be doing everything possible to give it our best crack. Terrific, Tom. Great to have you with us on Crunch Time. Good luck for what's to come. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Hodgie, Hodgie holds right of way here with our premiership waiting, doesn't he? Sorry about that, Derm. He left you out there, mate. <laughs>